for as twisted and disgusting as I am, <laughs> I don't actually like horror movies because they scare me. They scare me. <laughs> but these I'm like reading all day, like, tell me more, popcorn, ah, tell me, burn the witch. So it's terrible. <laughs> but listen, I stand by it. <laughs> I love it. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Amateur Intellectuals, the podcast where Kendall and I drink a lot, we laugh a lot, we learn a lot. Um, today, uh, we are going to dive into something kind of crazy, and I'm super excited. Kendall, are you ready? I'm so stoked. Okay, here we go. All right. Imagine this, Kendall. You're you're oppressed. You're a woman in the medieval times. You have a choice of your fate because you're luckier than most. Oh, fuck yeah. Are you either locked in a tower with nothing to do and no one to see all day, not unlike coronavirus? Hello. Or are you an unpaid house cleaner for your step family who don't respect you or thank you for anything ever? Oh. Which would you rather? I'm going to that tower, baby. That sounds like paradise. Get me away from these motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> yes. That is the correct okay, answer. Okay, hold on. That's, that's, yeah, it is. Me and you two introverts are like, please put me in a tower by myself. Oh, my fucking God. I'm sorry. I'll have nothing to do. No responsibility. <laughs> I don't have to perform for others. Um, that sounds like a dream. Yes. Say that it, shit. It, it, yes, I would pick that on a good day. Um, yes, same. Uh, you are a soulmate of mine in this question. So, yes. yes. That leads that. us. I'm going to give another little hint about what our theme is for the day. Um, today's drink is called the little mermaid, also known as the siren song. Um, to make this delicious frozen drink, you need one ounce orange vodka, three quarter ounces, blue curacao, three quarter ounces, Midori melon liqueur. Cause we fancy three quarter ounces, pineapple juice, three quarters ounces, uh, Malibu coconut rum and one half ounce grenadine. So how you make this very simple, blend up the blue carousel and the orange vodka, mix it with ice, pour it in a, in a nice fancy glass. If you want them layered, the different colors, cause this is the blue layer, then you need to like put it in the freezer for a couple of minutes and let it freeze. So they don't blend together. Um, next blend Midori pineapple juice and Malibu with ice. Pour that next layer in, freeze a little bit. That should look green. Now you blend the grenadine and the coconut rum and ice together and you pour it on top and this will be red. And then you garnish with a strawberry or if you're super on theme, you put a Swedish fish on there and that's it. Oh, that's cute. I don't have Swedish fish, but mm. I tell you what, this is a gorgeous drink and I'm excited to drink it because I know that it's strong as hell, baby. Let's get fucked up. Oh, it's got a lot of alcohol in it, so we are going to have fun today. Okay, today's topic, if you haven't guessed already, it is the true stories behind famous fairy tales. Mm -hmm. So we are going to talk about uh, some dark, sad death behind what Disney started. And um, buckle up, because the only thing that these these stories have in common uh, to the Disney versions is death and sadness so okay i don't know why i like this so much it's such a weird it's like the girls who like true crime which totally i'm one of them too, Me too. it's just like oh that's atrocious charming more i know right so, he's like he did what with his eyeballs what why why are we so drawn to this there's I don't something know. so sick about it but here we go definitely okay so the <laughs> The Brothers Grimm, you've heard of that, right? Grimm's fairy tales before that idea. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. So Grimm's fairy tales was like a, a book or something, a series of books, whatever, um, from around the 1800s. And they came out with a lot of the fairy tales and they're what we know today. And the reason that they came up with it was they heard all these stories that were being told orally. They were oral folklore, but nothing was being written down. And this age was kind of dimming a little uh, in the 1800s. So these brothers, uh, Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm, decided that they were going to 
capture these and get them written down so that some of this stuff would last. Um, they weren't the first, but they're the most notable that have written these things down. So they had a big job ahead of them. They had to start somewhere. So a lot of what they pulled from were real stories, real things that they had heard through time from family, from friends, just all over from Europe. Um, they took this task on to make sure that they could tell a good story and sell books ultimately. So one of the things that they did to start um, was they started reading the works of Charles Perrault, who was alive about a hundred years before. doesn't matter. The point is, um, he, this Charles Perrault started t- the written stories about a hundred years before that they drew upon. So here's one that I want you to guess what the original, like, what is the, the Disney movie? What is the fairy tale that this is the like root from? Okay. 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 You've got this. I believe in you. Okay. okay. So, um, this one was, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to mispronounce some names, but you know, that's the amateur in the amateur intellectual. Uh, so Rhodopis, she was a Greek woman from around 500 BC. Um, she was sold into slavery and taken to Egypt. That was sometimes the thing. I remember that in the Joseph uh, yeah, stories in the Bible. Yes, that. Uh, it was the thing, apparently. <laughs> she had a fair complexion um, as a Greek woman, um, as she was, she looked different than the Egyptians that were around her. And so her master gave her tons of gifts because she was pretty. Little has changed in the world oh, since then. And uh, one of the gifts that he gave her was a pair of golden shoes. Okay. 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 That's, your, that's your first little hint. Okay. Meanwhile, she's a slave with some sexy shoes. She's walking. She's on fire. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she catches the attention of the Pharaoh, as you do, as you do, walking in those circles, I guess. (laughs) She got the Air Force ones on mama. Yes. That's right. right. (laughs) And he was like, I like those shoes. I like that lady in those shoes. She's going to become one of my wives. So she wouldn't be the first wife, you know, because that needs to be a royal, right? A fellow royal. But she'd be one of the lesser wives. Yay! (laughs) That can help. That can help with, you know, some of the ceremonial functions you need to do as a pharaoh. And, you know, help with the husband's needs. You know, take the pressure off first wife. So the one... So, okay, that was the original story that then Perot, remember, 100 years before the Grimm brothers, wrote. He he wrote a story based on this real thing that happened. Okay. Um, the story that he wrote, we recognize much more. It's much more in line with what we know today. But the one dark addition that Disney left out was that um, the stepsisters cut up their feet. They cut off their toes and cut off their heels and stuff to fit into uh, a shoe. So wait, do what you... the fuck? Are you yeah, serious? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, that's okay. in the I... story. That wait, 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 wait. Say it again. Sorry. That Perot, Perot story story added that bit in there. So I don't know that that bit is true, but in the story, the dark version that has come through the evolution of this story, in that version, which was written about in the 1700s, um, the stepsisters cut off their toes so that they could fit into the slipper. Are this are the stepsisters the the other wives? Mm-mm, no, the Where stepsisters this... are the sisters. Yes, because remember the Egyptian version is the true story, and then it was ta- it was derived as inspiration from Charles Perrault's story hundreds and hundreds of years later. In that version that we know more about today, it looks more like what we know to be that fairy tale. Um, it just has that little bit that Disney went, um, I don't know that the kids are going to love the sisters cutting off their toes to fit into the slipper. So what, what fairy tale is it? That's Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Good. That is so bizarre. Okay. So like, first I'm like, okay, we're talking about, and I can't remember the Disney. What is the Disney one about Egypt and slaves? And. Oh, that wasn't Disney. That was Prince of Egypt. Prince of that was Egypt. a non-Disney. But that was like, was that Jesus-y? That was Jesus-y, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. That was about Moses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, because the opening yeah, is the brush on fire. there was a pharaoh. There was a pharaoh. Yes. So at first, yes. we're talking about Egypt, and I'm thinking that. And then the shoe, the golden shoe, I'm thinking like Hercules. I don't, that's. Mm-hmm. And then you said that they would cut off their toes to fit in the fucking slipper. 
Mm-hmm. So in that version, you are right. Ding, ding. You are right. Um, the stepsisters try to fit in the shoe, right? The Disney version, that's how we know it. They try to stuff their feet, their big monkey feet into this A slipper. glass slipper. That the prince, and it's glass, right? It's not yeah. golden. That's right. So that got changed over time. But in the story, like how short is that? It has to be a fake, like a fake. I mean, I just can't imagine that the prince is going to A, be tricked by this wench over here that cuts her toes off to fit. <laughs> it was my shoe the whole time. Never mind the blood pouring out of it. But like, but, and then like, let's even say that he is dumb, that dumb. Then well, he marries her. He's like, where are your toes, babe? Right. <laughs> like, I need something to suck been, out. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was a that was kind of a crazy one. So I'm sorry, that was a little confusing. But yes, it started. <laughs> the true story started of this Greek woman who went to Egypt and had a good old time with the pharaoh and her master because she had some sexy shoes and was looking fine. So she and looked, then she she was a slave. She was she, she was a slave. She was shipped over as a slave and then became yeah. wife of the pharaoh because yeah, of the con- shoes. Well, yeah, like a. Not a concubine, but like one level up. Like, yeah. Okay. But it was the shoes that, ah, okay, now I'm drawing the connection. And her fair complexion. She looked different than everybody else. And I think Pharaoh was like, I can have anyone I want. And you look a little different. So I think it was just the new, you know, the fun change when you're bored and swimming in a sea of women. You know what I mean? Yeah, and money. Oh, God. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, so that. Kicks us off. Okay? I love that. Yes, let's it, do that. It's nuts. Okay, now all of these are like fucking twisted. So I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. Let's dive in. I'm so sorry on um, the misfortune of all these people who actually probably <laughs> lived some variation of this, if not lived it like this, but it is entertaining. Okay. Oh, yeah. This one that's coming out right now is based on a 16th century Bavarian noblewoman. So Bavaria being a a place that's now part of Germany. Bavaria was its own thing. Okay. Think about the, you know, the Lederhosen and the, oh, like yodeling and maybe not yodeling. I don't know. The beer out of the horn is Bavarian. Yes. yes. Come on. So she was a 16th century, so 1500s Bavarian noblewoman. Her name was Margaret von Waldeck. Not important. Um, ready for the dark side of the story? Stout. Okay. Her brother used small children to work his copper mine (laughs) and the kids became deformed because of the physical labor that they were forced to do. So they were referred to in town as dwarves. Oh, I got it. I got it. I already got it. Do it. Tell me. It's uh, the hunchback. Nope. Oh, okay. Okay. Nope. Okay. Okay. Also, um, there was an old man nearby, uh, just like the village old man. I don't know. He's just over there who would offer tainted fruit, like poisoned fruit to oh, these little shit. kid workers and other children if he believed that they stole from him. So that's nice. That's what great. So fuck? think about think about poisonous fruit. Mm-hmm. Think about dwarves. OK, Margaret. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. OK, we got it. You got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What okay. the fuck? Amazing. So Margaret's stepmother, meanwhile, because life wasn't awesome enough hated her and sent her away to another court she didn't have her killed she just sent her to another fancy like get out of my life i don't want to see you Mm -hmm. Um, it's like when you send your kids to school you're like i just just go somewhere else i'm sick of you i don't want you to die i just want you out of my life just for now so (laughs) so this was from bavaria to brussels she went to brussels uh belgium and there she met the Prince of Spain, as you do. Again, she was a noblewoman, so she had kind of a right to hang in these circles. Okay. okay? That would she be a risk. the Prince of Spain in Belgium. Like, oh, hi, I'm on holiday. Yeah, me too. Hi. His name was Prince Philip. So that's actually from Snow White. Prince Philip is the name. Is actually his name? Yep. Oh, wow. And they became lovers. They, you know, got hot and heavy together. Kind of straight people. Uh-huh. Get it. Get it where you can. <laughs> and then Philip's dad, you know, the king of Spain, was like, nah, Phil, you can do better. <gasps> so he sent Spanish assassins to murder her. Holy fuck. And guess how she was murdered? Uh, she was. Oh, yep. Do it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Give me a guess. Give me a guess. I was trying to think of something real Spanish, like uh, the Matadors. 
<laughs> I want you assassins. Take your bulls. <laughs> Take your bulls and you know <laughs> impale her. No, that was not it. How did Snow White fall into a deep sleep? They poisoned her ass. She was poisoned. Is it Boom. she was actually poisoned? She was actually poisoned, except she did not delicately fall into a deep sleep and then revive from Drew Love's kiss. She just fucking died. She just <laughs> yeah. And then we teach this shit to little kids, like True Love's kiss. What the fuck is wrong? You know She's what? Dead in the ground. We're sending a fucking letter. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No wonder we all have fucking issues. Who can we write to? <laughs> Walt. Dear CEO of Disney Corporation. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Wow. You're two for two. You're that two is for so two. So bizarre. Isn't that nuts? I mean, it's a sad, again, it, I don't mean to make light of this. Like, obviously, murder is terrible. But the way that medieval life was back then, and a lot of these happened around that time. I mean, not all medieval. Some are before, some are after. It's all over the place. But life was just so hard. And, like, people were murdered all the time for nothing. And there right. was no law. It would be such a scary place to be. You don't want to make anybody mad, uh -uh. ever. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, Sorry. okay, that's it. Yeah, okay. I'm loving this. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, isn't it nuts? You're learning so much. If you ever go on Jeopardy, you will have it ready in the bank. That's okay. right. All right, so guess this Disney princess, okay? Okay. We're talking now, third century AD, long time ago. There's this pagan merchant, so like think pagan businessman, okay. who loved his daughter, Barbara. Come on, Barb. <laughs> Barbara, Get come on, Barb. We're rooting for you. We're going to sell some shit. That's right. He loved her so much that he did what any insane father with incestuous undertones would do. Oh, no. I don't know. I'm presuming that he was incestuous. It's just, why would you love her so much and, like, do this to her? Anyway, oh, he fuck. forbade her from having any boyfriends, right? Yeah, okay. No boyfriends for you. And he locked her in a tower whenever he was away on business. Because, yeah. you know, nothing says trust. Like, <laughs> locking your daughter. I love you so much. You're so perfect. You mean so much to me. By the way, you will not have your freedom while I'm not around to babysit you. Master She's like, lock. I'm 20. <laughs> Why? Anyway. Okay. So... Okay, she's in a tower, okay? Yeah. So there's your hint. There's your yeah. first hint. Okay. You wanna you wanna give it a go before Am I Am I wrong? Is it I mean it's What did it, you say? It's Rapunzel, yes. <gasps> it is yeah. it is Rapunzel. You nailed it's it. It's the tower. Okay. It's the tower. Three for three. Three for three. Okay. With nothing to do but sit in a lock tower, she was like mm, I'm gonna convert to Christianity. <gasps> and so that remember bitch, she was pagan. She did not. She did. Oh, so she, she's in hell now. She not only <laughs> she not only converted <laughs> nice. She not only converted to Christianity, but she prayed so loudly, which just sounds so passive aggressive to me, and I love her for that. She prayed so loudly that the townspeople down below the tower could all hear it. The whole town was like, "Do you hear this bitch up here?" Like, <laughs> so I hope it was like. In tongues. I hope she was up there. Who's somebody got any skinny skinnies? Come on, right. <laughs> right, right? Like scaring everyone. <laughs> so can you imagine this? Like, let's just take a breather for a moment and like picture this. Like, this is what I imagine her saying. Like her hands clapped really hard and aggressively <laughs> at the window. <laughs> Dear Christian God. Remember, all the people down below are pagan. So they're like, why? Why? Dear Christian God, Father of Jesus, and the one true God that my entire town does not believe it. Please let me out of this tower. Let me find a man and please make my dad get the fuck out. Right. And the whole I just town have to is imagine. like the whole town's like, yeah, we're gonna leave her the fuck up there. Yeah. And they're like, what? What? Um, that's not okay. Can somebody get a handle on that bitch up there? No <laughs> shit. So what did dad do when he found out from the townspeople that she was rebelling ironically to Christianity and not from Christianity? <laughs> um, what did he do? He, he took her scissors away. He took her scissors away. No. He took her to the Roman consul so like the peacekeeper or the lawmaker whatever the guy in the in rome um for a good dose of consequences mm. like she'll learn where the consul guy the man of the law said okay you father merchant guy dad you can have a choice you can either behead her because obviously she's a heathen christian what in the actual fuck or you can give up your fortune Huh? So like it's it's okay like 
you need to pay for like you not keeping your bitch in line. But what? It's up to you. Do you want to cut her head off or do you want, which you'll have to do, or do you want to just give up all your money? I mean, give me that butter knife, baby. Do you know which one daddy picked? <laughs> He's going to cut that bitch's head off. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our girl lost her head. Our girl lost her head. He was like, not my money. <laughs> I love her so much. Ew, no, you're not taking my money. <laughs> give me my fucking money. <laughs> yeah, uh. so he loved her so much, Obs. So apparently... He didn't love her that much, but no. don't worry. Don't worry. Justice came for him shortly after that because he was struck by lightning shortly after Come he died. Oh, God. Won't he do yeah, it? Smite. Smite. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the yeah. fuck up. Wait. So then, yeah. This is me. so dark. This is Rapunzel. This is Rapunzel. And it had nothing to do with hair. There was nothing about the hair in it. She's just a lady locked in a towel. It was just domestic. It was just family domestic abuse. It was not. Jesus. There was nothing magical about her hair. There was nothing long. It was like, just typical. She didn't use it as an escape mechanism. <laughs> it just it just wasn't a thing. Somehow in folklore, it evolved to include that. And then there were like morals included and whatever. But anyway, and no beheadings. No beheadings uh, in Disney. Uh, they keep the beheadings off camera. Oh, you hear it. <laughs> you don't see it. I mean, mom and dads always die in every Disney movie, but it is <laughs> not true. like beheaded on screen. Oh, but shit. yeah, so it's okay. I mean, she did she did lose her head. That sucks. He got justice. That's better. But dead is dead. Meanwhile, though, she did at least become a saint, like a Christian saint. And now she's known as Saint Barbara. So Saint Barbara is Rapunzel. Shut the. F- Are you serious? Yeah. I'm going to write weird? that shit down right now. That I'm looking into that because. I was just when I was overseas uh, a couple months back, uh, I didn't I like I'd heard this about ca- like Catholic faith and like the relics and stuff, but I didn't understand it. But mm. I saw something like that. I saw like a, like a fingernail clipping, I think, and then like a piece oh, of yeah. a skull or something. And uh, I'm wondering if like Rapunzel's relics are like anywhere. Oh, I'm sure St. Barbara somewhere. Got, I mean, she's a saint. There's got to be something, There's even if it's be- just like a. Hair like a cup or, or something yeah um yeah maybe we should think about doing like another episode on on like religion stuff because i mean i was raised catholic i've got all that all those little you nuggets know of all like, that. yeah oh yeah and like all the magic like not magic it's not, it's, it's religion it's not magic um, <laughs> that's disrespectful um no but like you know like oh this person died but then like he never like rotted he stayed pure and like whatever and it's always oh, a saint or like the stigmata you know oh. about the stigmata? Mm, oh, that's vaguely familiar. Remind me. It's when like priests or people, men of the cloth are so devout. This is the belief. It's on, honestly, in my opinion, it is not true. Um, but they are so devout and so like self-disciplined that they get the marks of Jesus being crucified. So they get holes in their hands or wrists. Ew, what the fuck? And, and, their, and their feet. But I mean. Wait, I think when they, after a, they die? No, while they're alive. And so then that's like one, I've got a whole, like, we'll cut this out because like, we've got a whole thing about what it takes to be a saint. You have to have three miracles. And then the term devil's advocate actually comes from a real job in the Catholic church. The devil's advocate means you're a nun or you're a person who, who has to debunk these miracles in order to like cancel out them being uh, a saint or becoming a saint. And then if they can't do that, then you move on to sainthood. And it's usually posthumously after they die. But anyway, we'll do, we can do a whole thing. We got all kinds of. Let's use this as a teaser because I would, yeah, let's do that. I want to, I'm so interested in that. Let's get back on track for now, but I love, let's dig into Whatever the fuck that is. We, oh, there's we, a lot of fun little nuggets in there. You're like, that's crazy. What What's the, that? Yeah. And we've got all kinds of saints that had to do some things. There's a Saint Bernard who had a dream that the Virgin Mary was lactating in his face. Like she squeezed her boob and like lactated no. on his face as she was nursing the baby Jesus. So he woke up and told everyone, <laughs> guys, I had this vision. They were like, oh my God, we better make him a saint. No. <laughs> no. There's all kinds of who like the fuck fun is stories. in charge of these books. I'm no. telling you, I'm telling you, who has the pen and quill? Who has the quill <laughs> and parchment? Because we need to rewrite. Need anyway, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Anyway, tangent. But Love it. no. See, we're learning. We're learning. We're laughing. That's right. Okay. 
you can do this one too. I, well, this one's hard. This one's hard. So I uh, give it your best go, but I don't blame you if you can't tie them in because they don't seem to have a lot to do with it. Mm. Okay. Now we're talking the 1600s. There's um, this baker named Katerina Schraderin. Schraderin. Um, so in typical 1600s fashion, she did something better than a man. She Come made on. an awesome gingerbread cookie recipe and a male baker nearby was jealous. So naturally mm-hmm. he accused her of being a witch. <laughs> oh. As you do. For some cookies? Yeah, because he was a baker too and he didn't like, he's like, well, you know, a woman with talent and a purpose in life other than baby making and husband loving must be a witch. Let's burn her. <laughs> so she was accused of being a witch. Naturally, she was like, um, I think my time in this town is done. So she, <laughs> the same, she ran the for, very, very minimum. <laughs> right. So she ran for her life, you know, as you do. But her neighbors chased her down and dragged her back to her house where they burned her to death in her own oven. So no more cookies what? out of that oven, the I guess. Fuck. You have to scrape off the person to make in cookies her own in that oven. oven where she was making them damn cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. So it's not the gingerbread man. It's not that one. Um, oh. I will give you a gingerbread was a was a red herring. That wasn't the actual um, hint. I think the oven is is a clue and the witch is a clue. Um, cooking people in an oven is a clue. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, a subtle clue. <laughs> Um, this might be one I don't know. Let's see. It, this uh, is not a Disney movie, but this is a very famous fairy tale. I don't believe Disney has ever done this before. Fuck. I think there was a scary movie that came out about it. I, like that's what I was movie. literally just thinking that. I was like, y'all need to get some like scary movies, some horror, some horror mm-hmm. directors on these bitches because some of this I shit mean, is nuts. They don't even have to work. They're, they're, it's <laughs> they already done. Somebody already wrote it. <laughs> that's right. The, uh, yeah. Okay, so the oven, the witch, mm-hmm. oven, witches. witch, somebody burning in an oven, somebody getting cooked in an oven. Tell me. I think you got me, gal. I think that. Uh, I am happy to tell you. You ready? Oh, I'm thinking. Okay. No, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm thinking like. From the very beginning part with like the baker, I was thinking. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Nope, it's not Beauty and the Beast. Okay. It's Hansel und Gretel. Ah, okay. Yeah. See, that one's hard because there's no kids in this. The only thing that even attributes this to anything is that she was accused of being a witch. She was cooked in an oven. But the original fairy tale, she lures children. She fattens them up with sweets, remember? And then she tries to cook them in an oven. <laughs> okay, see, I'm not familiar with that story. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, but my I gosh. Did, it's on, like, Amazon, that new movie. is. All, yeah, there's a scary one. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I haven't seen it, because I don't actually watch... For as twisted and disgusting as I am, <laughs> I don't actually like horror movies, because they scare <laughs> they me. Scare. <laughs> but these, I'm, like, reading all day, like, tell me more, popcorn. Ah, I love tell it. Tell me, burn the witch. So, it's terrible. <laughs> But listen, I stand by it. <laughs> I love it. So, no, that's a really interesting one. So even the even the fairy tale version of that that's been watered down and watered down for like children, it's still like a scary German tale of like the breadcrumbs, leaving the breadcrumbs in the forest so that they could find their way back. And like this witch is so sweet to them and wants them to come in. And then they're giving them all this candy and they're like, oh, she's so nice. And her house is made out of candy. And then like, it's because she wants to cook them and eat them. So very, very dark, very medieval. So they kind of flipped it on her. They, I mean, the true story, yeah, was that she was a victim of misogyny and murder. And they made her the fucking villain. They made her a real witch that eats children and cooks them in the oven. But the real story is she was just trying to make a fucking cookie. She was just trying to make it yummy for herself and her Mm -hmm. fellow villagers. And some jelly ass over here. Cis, white, hetero man. Yep, 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 Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, I'm making a lot of assumptions right there, but I'm probably not wrong. The neighbors, like, I have to think, too, you knew her. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't like her, if she was unfriendly, which tip number one, if you ever go back in a time machine in a DeLorean, be nice to everyone. <laughs> if you if you are at all different, oh, can I make you something? Can I watch your kids? Mm-mm. Because otherwise they're going to accuse you of being a witch and they're going to like they're put you inside burn you an oven. Steak. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I really would rather just be nice than get burned alive. But yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I go back and forth on that all the time. Ugh, but, <laughs> like, I don't know. Sometimes I take I would take the oven. I would, some days. Some days I would take the oven. <laughs> Damn skippy. I have to talk to people. Oh god. Uh, I can't today. Burn me. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. We're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. Now we are back in 16th century again. What what? Lots okay. of times for like shit storms and darkness. Okay. <laughs> We've got a French court, so we're in France. Um, okay. We've got a French court, a French court servant, um, a guy named Petrus Gonsalves, who was the first recorded person with hypertrichosis, which is the condition that makes hair grow all over a person's face and body. Okay. okay. Got any hints yet? Um. Chewbacca. Yes. It was the fairy tale actually owned by Disney. Star <laughs> oh, <Wars>. yeah. <laughs> it's the Star it. Wars. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Star Wars. Okay. No. He was taken from his home in the Canary Islands to go live with a royal family in France as a coronation gift for the king. Oh. Because nothing says... I'm happy that you're the king now that selling them a person, like what? gifting him with a human being. The fuck? So the family, the royal family treated him kind of like a pet, kind of like a freak, but like, oh, look at this little novelty. He's so weird. Like, oh, it's almost like a him. circus thing. Yeah. Circus, like, uh, like a, I guess the best thing is like a pet. If you were treating a human like a pet, it's like okay. disrespectful. You're less than human, but you're also like getting fed. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And like not getting flogged and stuff, I guess, or burned alive in an oven <laughs> for making cookies. <laughs> anyway, so his life wasn't much better before that. So like, to be honest, even though this still was like completely inhumane, it was better than before because when he was in the Canary Islands where he's from, he, when he was 10, he was locked in a cage and he was fed raw meat. Oh and, no, baby. Yeah. He's just a kid. He was just a 10 year old boy. Oh. So the Royal family, cause they were like, he's an animal because he had hair all over his body and they thought he was a beast. Oh, anyway, yes, you have figured it out. It is beauty and the beast. Um, so wow. the royal, yeah. So the real guy, real person. So the royal family in France was like fascinated with the idea of this wild man. He's kind of, you know, there was a, there were legends going around and folklore in itself at the time that there's these half men, half beasts that just kind of live off on some deserted island. They come from far away and like, are they more beasts than man or how can they exist together or whatever? Meanwhile, he was just a human being with a condition that grows air. A fucking That's hair all condition. he was. That's what it. the fuck? So anyway, pretty quickly, this family realized he could speak and act like a normal fucking human being. So the king decided like, oh, this might be fun. Let's give him a nobleman's education and let's see if Petrus was capable of learning. You know, is he a beast or can he learn like a man can learn? Where, like, did he get a human brain or a beast brain? Let's find out. Right. So total, like, wrong reasons for doing it. But at the end of the day, he did get an education. And guess what? He was a smart human being and did really well. Petrov. Get it. Get it. You know, this is your only chance at like having some semblance of like not getting murdered or thrown in a cage. Anyway, wow. He became a super important member of the court, even <gasps> though he was kind of a joke, like kind of a novelty. Uh-huh. They still treated him with respect. Like this is the king's, you know, pet. This is the it's king's. It's kind of like it's um, a big deal. Jared and Ivanka. Mm. Like the corgis of the queen. <laughs> that's the corgis. But, mm-hmm. but that's kind of how that's kind of how like they treated him, right? He was always like taken care of. Um, and he, so, as I say, he became like important, and he was proving that he was 
uh, quote, a savage who could be educated, end quote. Um, he spoke at least three languages. Jesus. And was allowed to wear nobleman's clothes, as as we said. Um, he got to eat food that was actually cooked. Thank God. God, God bless. Like, those days are gone, Petrus. Don't worry. Don't worry. So he was still not seen as a human because that would be a stretch of human decency at uh, the time. Well. But his life was obviously significantly better, right? He's fed. He's staying in the fucking castle and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got enough money to like live comfortably. He's got a bed to sleep in, whatever. So after the king died, um, the queen mother took over um, in France. So she was Catherine de' Medici, who, like short version, a crazy bitch. <laughs> she was a crazy bitch. She was a crazy I'm bitch. I'm going to like her. Known for being a crazy bitch. So she betrothed him, which means she like set up to be married um, to a woman from the court without with this girl never seeing him because she thought it would be funny. The queen. She's like, I think this is going to be entertaining. Let's see how this unfolds. Oh, she's Before a reality mean television. bitch. Oh, she's a mean bitch. She's a mean bitch. Oh, fuck. So she thought, worst case scenario, we'll get some entertainment out of this because, you know, it's funny and she has to do what I say. Oh. And so does he. But worst, or, but like, sorry, worst case, I get that. Best case, like, maybe they'll make babies and I get more pets. <gasps> she was, So, um... yeah, no, she was an evil queen. She was not a nice lady. So the woman, the girl that was getting betrothed, right? Her name was also Catherine. So it's a little confusing not to be confused with the queen mother, Catherine. Okay. Um, she was the daughter, the, this girl that was going to get married to the, the, um, to Petrus was the daughter of a Royal court servant. So, you know, she kind of was like moving up, but like not because is this a joke? Like, right. you know, it, it just, I can't imagine the psychological, like, feeling of all of this for everyone involved but mm -hmm. anyway she she allegedly fainted when she saw him for the first time because she thought she was getting married to a beast um but uh petrus was super good to her he treated her with immense respect she warmed she warmed to him over time and she grew to love him and they ended up having seven kids together and they actually loved each other like as from what they could tell they actually like cared about each other no shit yeah, so they had seven kids. I mean, I have to imagine you don't have seven. You don't have seven kids <laughs> if you don't like the husband you're with, especially when like childbirth can kill you at any moment because it's yeah. Time. So I just have to think you gotta really like the partner you're with if we're going for number four, five, six, and seven. I think you know? I agree with yeah. I mean, at that point, that's a fucking like that's its own tribe. Your whole family that's unit. Right. Yeah. Assuming she even had a choice, though. I mean, who knows? Because if the queen says. Have more kids. Babies. Yeah, more babies. that's then true. That's so did job. any of the kids have the skin condition or the hair condition? Uh, yes. So four of them had it out wow. of seven. And so, okay, well, not the best life. But again, if he was going to have children, I would think this isn't the worst life for the year you were, you're alive. Absolutely. Because if you were born on the street. Right. You know, or in poverty, I mean, like, I don't know that they would have had a chance. They would have right? been at him in the cage with the raw meat and shit. Yeah, if they even kept them alive. I mean, you know, if they were like, they're beasts, they're anomalies or whatever, like send them to hell or whatever. Like, you never know. Wow. So anyway, they four of them had the condition, three did not. So because it's genetic, right? And I think the children obviously have a 50-50 chance of getting it. So each time. So the family sent the whole family on tour around Europe just to like parade them around. So that meant Catherine, the wife, Petrus, the father, and then all the children, um, they would just parade them around and say like, and I think they really didn't care about the ones without the condition. They're like, get out of the way, get out of the way. Like, you're not a part of the circus. Like, get out of the way. We yeah. don't care. Which is probably good because, you know, then they don't have to worry about exhibition. You know, they're not like out as a, you know, Coney Island attraction. Yeah. Um, but it had to have been hard. I have to imagine. I mean, these are human beings. All yeah. Of them. And it's anyway. like my fucking blood. That's right. It's my family. Well, okay. So it doesn't end exactly nice because um, the, so they get paraded around Europe. I think eventually they settle in Italy. So they leave France. And again, he's, a, he's got like kind of a nobleman's salary, kind of like he, not really, he's less than human, but he's got some money. He goes to work for somebody though in Italy, like a, a nobleman in Italy, because he can't quite make it on his own. 
Yeah. And uh, I don't think they would have given that to him anyway. Like, you have your freedom, like, way behind, like, or ahead of the time. Like, that's not the thinking of, you know, that time. Right. Anyway, um, so they, this master, this new master, this nobleman in Italy ended up gifting out permanently his four children as gifts to his friends. Um, so huh? because they were still seen as pets. So he gave them away. He gave them away to other families, like his friends. Like, oh, you want one? You want one? Oh, Here, you can have this God. one. I know. It's really terrible. It re- Like, it's not the same thing, but it reminds me a little bit of like the slave trade and stuff. Like, it's so unjust and it's so disgusting and you're ripping these families apart and it's just awful. So wow. anyway, not quite, Fun. not quite the Beauty and the Beast, but still a tale as old as time. There I you go. Would, yeah. Oh come on, reference. Uh, uh oh, what is it? I can tell. How does it? How does it go? Tale as old as time. Uh huh. Just that opening. Yeah. Uh, true as it can be, barely even friends. Then somebody bends unexpectedly. Yeah. Anyway, the only tale as old as time is murder and sadness and being sold. That's the tale as old as time. Not the love. Fucking, yeah. The like. The build up to because I was like, this is a great story. Like this is like, mm-hmm. like this is the one that like shit went right and like they finally did it. Like this is they made it. Oh no, almost. Oh my! <laughs> so the so the the terrible okay. The terrible part of this story is obviously the kids getting fucking pawned off and the dad. Mm-hmm. That's it's the worst part. That's it's the not worst part. in the Disney movie. So the, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in years. So he's the beast. And then in the Disney story, doesn't... He gets turned into it, remember? Because he's rude to a witch coming, or a sorceress or whatever, enchantress, who comes to the door. Ah, that's right. And then he's, like, cold to her and, like, doesn't welcome her in, which, like, I don't know you. Stranger danger. I'm a king. I don't answer my own door. Hello. Like, anyway. You know how heavy this door is? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, what king is answering his own fucking door? That's what the (laughs) butler, Lumiere, come on. Like... (laughs) You have a job to do. Anyway. Uh, the. Hold on. Now I'm sidetracked. Uh, fucking. Uh, girl, this little mermaid girl. Mm. Mm. Uh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Start over. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's back. It's back. Thank you. Um, the. In in the Disney one, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that, there's like the flower and the thing, and then the mm-hmm. girl comes and she falls in love with him as a beast, and then when they kiss after the ballroom dancing, doesn't he then become some like handsome Jack? Yes. See, she is rewarded for loving a beast by now lo- no longer having to marry a beast, wh- which again I could poke a lot of holes in that. Like, what kind of love is this? Like gonna pass the rose enchanted rose spell because if it's like i love you so much because you gave me a lot of presents but like i obviously will never sleep with you or we will never be married because you're an animal like maybe that was enough like i love you and i'm so sad that you're dying well then he turned into a hot prince yeah i'm just gonna start you're welcome (laughs) also not the real world if you love ugly nasty mean abusive people they don't turn into gorgeous princes okay (laughs) guess what the fuck they are they just stay exactly that they growl at you and they eat raw meat in a cage (laughs) as they fucking should that's right that's right they should be locked up well deserved okay so almost done are you ready ready oh there's another one that was kind of a that was kind of a bullet wasn't it to the stomach i know that was a hard one that was a hard one i just feel for them i feel bad so i've got two more but they're really short um and then and then that's it so i don't have little mermaid because unfortunately while it is my favorite fairy tale (laughs) it is not real (laughs) (laughs) because because Apparently, there's no fucking such thing as mermaids. Oh, I, I beg to differ. To believe it, I know. but there we are. I no. wish. I wish to. I mean, it is a darker version, but I kept to the ones that are true. So another day, we can talk about the um, sad, tragic end that um, the Little Mermaid faces. But okay, that was all fiction. Okay, it just doesn't have quite that ring to it until someone actually lived it and suffered, and then you're like, oh god, it's not fiction. Someone <laughs> didn't make that up. Somebody actually lived it. Ugh. Okay, Pocahontas. 
Okay. I'm just going to tell you. These uh-huh. are because they're shorter okay. and they're obvious. They're obvious. Oh, did I tell you so, last week that I'm related to Pocahontas? Or it could stop. be. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? My grandfather did the 23andMe Ancestry.com <gasps> loophole work, you know, work there thing. And he calls my mom and he's like, yeah, I trace it back to Pocahontas. And I'm related to Pocahontas. I just wanted you to know. And my mom was like, so doesn't that mean that I'm related to Pocahontas and my children are? <gasps> he was like, well, not technically. Because if it's in my blood, you only have about a 50% chance of getting it from my blood. And it's even That's less than quite, that. Yeah. That's not quite how it works. But. Right. But... I mean, potentially. Monarchies didn't work that way. I mean, you have a drop of blood. You're in the right. you're in the clan. Right. So. Spit on me. In my I'm book, in. you are like, oh my god, you are Pocahonto. I'm going to call you Pocahonto <laughs> from now on. <laughs> I love. Uh, I love it. I love it. That is the coolest attribution to someone in history that I've actually ever heard. Okay. Well, let's talk about your great 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 times. 20 grandmother okay come on sis so this is gonna sound like you okay okay her real name was matawaka which i might be mispronouncing as i always do but Mm. matawaka her nickname was pocahontas which means kendall naughty one (gasps) yeah yeah so far it's you (laughs) I'm i'm just kidding i'm just kidding we are related uh you are related you're the same person okay she was 17 when she was, well, in Disney, she was like, colors of the wind in the right. real world. She was imprisoned by English colonists. Fuck. That sounds, that rings true. That rings truer <laughs> to me. Oh, wait. The the white English, like, colonists are taking over and pillaging and taking the land from others. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That's okay. what I'm in the South, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was held hostage for more than a year. Wow. Uh, 17. She was 17 years old. She finally agreed to marry 28-year-old widower John Rolfe, not John Smith. That was a different person who oh. existed during that time. But it was John Rolfe. I think Disney was like, I don't know that we can rhyme anything with Rolfe. So it's going to be Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Orange. But. Orange. Oh, God. Well, your name's not Rolfe anymore. We don't care about accuracy here. Okay. So she actually, this makes me a little bit sad. She changed her name to Rebecca. So her name was Rebecca Rolf, you know, to anglicize it. That makes mm-hmm. me a little bit sad. Like she's got this amazing heritage and like, I mean, what choice did she have, right? I mean, yeah. But Gender Rebecca, world. like that just seems so small for such a big, you know, figure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Becky with the good hair. She did have good hair though. Okay. She, yeah, well, anyway. And them cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Native Americans in general have beautiful hair. That's so but true. anyway. Okay, so she died at 21, the ripe old age of 21. Wait. Um what? Yeah, she died. So, okay, so she married John Rolfe, uh, an Englishman, because she's like, "Hmm, I can be married or I can be enslaved." Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So she ended up dying. I th- I'm pretty sure it was of smallpox, but I put that in my notes as like a need to research um, to verify because I've always heard that it was smallpox. Uh, you know, the disease of the white man also right. that they brought over. But um, the real John Smith actually did write about her much later in his life, saying that he that she did actually save him from her father, the, the chief, Powhatan. Um, no so that actually way. happened. But John Smith and, and her did not, they didn't marry each other and whatever. They were just like, good day, sir good day like that was that was the end of their relationship so um also worth noting when the disney movie came out native americans rightly did not appreciate it yeah um that version because they just thought this is so far away from the truth and it's like really doing a disservice to the real story and the people involved like if you're going to do this, like there's a way to do this. That's a little bit more respectful. And so there yeah. was kind of a you know they just they had a problem with it and I, again fair yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that's the story of your great great grandma. There you on, go. Grandma, yes. Yeah. Yes. Rebecca slash Matawaka slash, slash Pocahontas. She she Becky with the lots of names. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so okay, last one. Last one. Okay. Uh, again, this one is very obvious, so I'm just going to tell you what it is. Okay. Mulan. Oh yeah. So Mulan. Have you seen that movie? Yes. 
Okay, cool. So this one is based on the Ballad of Mulan, which is a story from around like 600, 620 AD, something long time ago, long time ago. Um, so it's just a, a written story that they wrote. But they're not sure if there was ever a real specific Mulan or not, but they say that it's at least based on uh, some badass women from that time period. So either way, whether there was a specific Mulan One and this literally Mimi. happened or not, right, there were women that were like pushing the envelope that they commemorated in this way. Fuck yeah. Or, you know, somehow. The story goes fairly close to the Disney version, minus the talking Eddie Murphy dragon and all that but there was no eddie murphy dragon damn it in it yes it is yeah. one of my favorite parts but it is a great story regardless so i told you this is a tangent but i told you this before long time ago a couple years now there was this thing going around social media about name three fictional characters that Im- encapsulate together combined your personality yes mushu was one of them for me because i am a i am a clown like yes. he is and i'm constantly throwing jokes and i'm constantly trying to like joke about my situation in serious situations and i'm like that's me also i'm too big for my bridges like <laughs> you know anyway I love the it. other two were bridget jones and leslie nope but that's neither here nor there Fuck okay nice. So anyway, she we know she goes to war in her father's place, right? She'd been trained in martial arts, right. sword fighting. Again, this is all according to the story, The Ballad of Mulan. She'd been trained in martial arts, sword fighting, and archery. So she was ready to go kill some Mongols, man. She was ready to go kill some people. According to the story, she fought for 12 years with her David Bowie-like androgyny. Like, not getting out like nobody noticed Not that she all? was a girl nobody uh, i mean according to the story they don't have i showers have to or... wonder and all these men have no women around like they got to be sniffing it out right <laughs> like, they gotta like, be so starved for ladies anyway apparently 12 years goes by maybe she was i mean maybe she was built a little more masculine i don't know but anyway 12 years apparently hiding as a man in the army right She's offered then kind of toward the end of her career in battle and war and badassery. She's offered a like an official kind of posting, like an official job um, with the military. And so she asks, I love the way the story goes. All she asked for was a camel to get her back to her family. What the fuck? Um, so she's just like, okay, like I'll take that job. It sounds good. I just need a camel. Cause like, I gotta go. <laughs> And the army's like, right, right, right. Like, you've done us a great service. Like, you Thank serve you. China. We Very can throw much. a camel your way. That's fine. That's fine. I will say, is it that are camels native to fucking China? No. I have no friggin' idea. Okay. But remember, be. if she's going home to China, from. She's probably. She was out at. Mongolia? War, wherever. Yeah. I think camels are literally only Af. Aren't they only African? I think so. Because they, they live in the warm climate. Like they the have desert to have the hot shit. climate. I don't know. Wait, that's something for me to look up because I need to know. Other, like, why would they pick a camel? Like, right. Everyone she, has horses. You, you have a horse. Do you want a boat? Maybe that was like the exotic gift that she was going to take home and like show her family. Like, look what I got. I got a camel out of there this. There might be more anyway. to the camel than is meets the eye. That's what and I'm thinking. wake of dead men. But anyway. So, Okay. She uses this opportunity then as she's like getting ready to go. Like, guys, it's been real. Thanks for like being my partners in crime. Like, you know, fighting the good fight, whatever. She uses this opportunity like a mic drop because she dresses in lady clothes to like go home. Like, okay, I'm going to go to my tent. I'm going to get ready for my travel clothes. She gets dressed. She She's a woman. She walks out of her fucking tent or whatever. Behind a rock. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and like... Her, her the like for the ride back she's dressed in lady clothes for the first time in 12 years her fellow soldiers are like what the actual fuck is this Wait. what is this she carried that shit for 12 years without ever wearing it and for the mic drop she was like i feel like that's the biggest mic drop i've ever heard like oh like i did it you guys all trust me we're bros oh okay i'm just gonna leave she gets into a dress and then like gets on her Ooh. camel and sassy walks like with her that camel into the shit. sunset. So she leaves and she goes home like a baller. Like uh, I wait I, for the opportunity that I can do something like that. 
it'll never happen because I don't have the discipline or the patience. Yeah, 12 years, the fuck? I would have been like, day two, I'm a man. I'm telling you, I would have been, uh, I'm not crying, you're crying. Right. I'm stressed. I'm just really stressed. They'd be like, she's a woman. <laughs> she's over Get here. this woman out of here. Oh my God. Anyway, so, okay. That's pretty much how it happens in the in the ballad of Mulan. In a version that was then later written about a thousand years later, she's like the version's a little bit different. She's got sisters now. She's got a baby son, but she'll still go to war in her father's place. Dilemma, dilemma. Okay, I got to do the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. She becomes friends with the king's warrior daughter. Um, like what? who's stoked to find out the king's warrior daughter, the princess is stoked to find out that Mulan's a woman like in battle. She's like, Oh my God, another one like me. High five. Right. Um, unfortunately the king is killed in this version and both women have to surrender because they're on the losing side. Um, the new emperor is like, Oh, like how cute you girls Mm. out for a stroll, like put that sword down. You might hurt yourself Mm. something because they let, he lets them go. He just doesn't find them as a threat. He's just like, so cute. Like, why don't kill women? Like, go, you know, menstruate over there. Uh, so, I don't know. So, Mulan finds out. She So, she's, she's like, okay, I guess I'm going home now. Like, all right. She finds out that her father has since died. The one that she meant to protect. The whole point. Um, her father's, re- or I'm sorry, her father's died. Her mother has since remarried. Um, uh, and then she's she it gets better it gets so she's like oh cool so i did this for nothing he was gonna die anyway super cool super cool and we lost the war and my dad's dead and my mom has a new i have a new stepdad <laughs> and okay. now there's a new fucking dad what's fine okay cool 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 cool. so she's ordered to then become a concubine and it's not clear from the article that i read like who ordered it like did the emperor order it did it did her mother order it because it was like a family thing I, I i'm not sure who ordered it but she was ordered to become a concubine which is you know like a slave a sex slave mistress <laughs> to lady. the emperor i don't know it doesn't say that's why it's not clear to me but i don't think so because i think she heads home but that, i could be wrong it maybe she that would make sense if she's ordered to become a concubine she gets news that her father and her mother like everything's upended at home but anyway the point is when she gets told that she is to become a concubine, she's like, um, no, thank you. And she kills herself. No, oh. thank you. No, thanks. Damn. She's a badass. She's a she badass. was a fucking badass. I kind of hope that she was a real person because that is just, I mean, amazing. I kind of hope it's the version where she like wins the war and comes home victorious and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and she has a tiny dragon in her pocket, but uh, whatever. Yeah. She does not <laughs> lose. And either one, she doesn't lose. Damn, bitch. And so I wanted to end on a happy note with this, because obviously I went through the mud with a lot of this dark shit. Today, there is a crater on Venus that was named after Mulan because of how famous and brave she is. What? Um, so today, fun fact, there's a crater on Venus named Mulan. No way. Yeah. I love the that. Woman, which I love is like the woman planet. It's like she's going to like badass that planet up it's and make be- it not so like aphrodite you know was that was that the mormons and the the john smith thing and the jesus and the earth the america and then now we got mulan on venus yes honey. oh i took you all around the world man i took it all around the world that wow and I, beyond wow she fucking killed her yes queen she did I, and like again whether it was whether this was literally her or this was pieces of women that were combined over folklore over time yeah either way standing ovation yeah absolutely you stood up in a very scary time when you were going to get the sword end of a sword <laughs> yeah like or when they're trying to force you into sex work and you just like <laughs> she's like no thanks i would rather stab my innards until they're outards like wow. i'm good thank you though oh, fuck yeah appreciate it so anyway um that is all that i have so i tried to keep it related to stuff that they attribute to the fairy tales. What did you think? Uh, mind, mind fuck, mind fucked, fabulous. Who would have known? And like, I'm not, a, I'm not necessarily a huge Disney guy. I don't think that I know many fairy tales, but even the, even like the most popular ones, even the ones that we all know about, have these dark Cinderella jumping mm. off your toes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a short-sighted plan, I don't understand, but. Yeah, Rapunzel's it's dark. dad killing Rapunzel, her yeah. being a saint. What? Uh, yeah, Barbara. That's such a Karen name. Like it is it, Barbara. <laughs> Isn't there? There's a Flight of the Concord song. 
where they're like they're arguing over a girl if she's beautiful or not and they're like what yeah. was her name Barbara and the other one's like I think it was Bar B R A B Barbara no I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Barbara no it's Barbara <laughs> Well, she deserves a song. Our Barbara does. That's, I, that's her girl. Yeah, I'm sorry, St. Barbara. I'm sorry about your head. Oh, but girl. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, that was this uh, week's episode. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find us on Spotify and on iTunes. And also have a listen to some of our other podcasts and follow us on social. We have a Twitter at amateur intellectuals and we also have an Instagram account. So give us some love. We want to hear from you and uh, give us some suggestions. If you've got topics that you want us to discuss, we can do our best. I mean, we don't claim to be experts, but we never did. So <laughs> Ow, yes. All right. cheers, everybody. Cheers, babies.